0: Welcome to Geek Out Weekly, the podcast where we geek out not so strongly. On a weekly basis. <laughs> I can't not say on a weekly basis. Uh every half fortnight? Ah, geek out mm. Geek Out Not So Strongly every half fortnight. That that's the ticket. Uh it's not. It's not the ticket. What is the ticket though is that uh on today's bill we've got me, Adil, and I'm joined as always Ben. Hello. How are you today, Ben? Good, man. Good. Yeah. And we are talking WandaVision yet one more time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say that. Um, we covered episodes one and two because they were released sort of um, together. Yeah. Uh, we, we sort of talked about them that week. And then uh, we weren't super... Um, Super. We had some questions and some doubts, right? I remember you yes. especially, um, without the same background in sort of American older American TV shows, we were struggling a bit, and so was Kim, right? Yeah, you know, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We we both. I think the, the the general consensus was that it had started off quite slowly, mm. um, and and you know, I can I can see now why they they did that. Um, but it, um, it kind of just did enough to keep us it just invested to want to know what that through line was, whilst having kind of two very slow episodes, but very much uh, built on those fifty sixty sitcom shows. Troops. So it can yeah. see, you can see why, yeah
0: yeah and uh, I had seen some of them we had a spate of watching the Dick Van Dyke show as a family just because it was on the right channel Mm -hmm. on the weekends kind of thing Um, and I uh, yeah and so I had a bit more I think patience with it also uh, a lot of people like the zeitgeist was a lot of people being like this is slow and I think part of it there were some, like some think pieces on oh it's because we're so used to binge cinema that like a weekly slow boil is out of our reach and we should remember how to watch TV again yes um, and uh, I kind of buy that but um, also I just think it was sort of it was just paced the way they clearly wanted it it just means that they lose people because I think they were hoping that nostalgia would be more universal mm-hmm. yeah um but, uh, yeah, and so uh, we sort of ended with some theories and hopes. We hoped la- – I, I, I wanted the pivot through the decades to maybe tr- touch other genres. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that didn't quite pay- pan out. All the intrigue and uh, non-sitcom feelings are, are sort of from – are now being in touch with the outside world instead of sort of odd, like, cutaways in the last four seconds, which were the first two episodes were. Um how are you feeling about it now? Sort of like general um I suppose Three more episodes in so we've seen <laughs> two and a half times as much.
1: Yep. I think um its change of pace has helped. Um but also it's kept that and and unveiled more of the story, the the through line about kind of what's happening, um introducing other characters and has done some interesting things with the with the side characters. As well, um, I'm maybe like I, I like it. I'm enjoying it, um, mm. but I'm not kind of like, oh, the next episode is out. I must kind of watch it. You know, we're, I'm at a point still. I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll Kim and I will get together over the weekend at some point and give some time over to this. You know, it's not I have to watch this Friday night when we're both ready when the litland's down. We'll, we'll put it on. Um, it's kind of something that I'm, I know we'll get to over that weekend that it's been released, but we're not in a rush. So, so enjoying it, but not. Um, it's it's kind of still not a must watch or yeah, an instant watch. TV. Yeah,
0: yeah. For me, it kind of is, but I think that's hmm. also because I'm watching way. It's one of the few narrative things I'm watching. One of the weird uh, things with lockdown is I'm watching a lot more. YouTube, mm -hmm. people playing games, you know, um, real play, um, D&D things are like the closest I've got. It's like, you know, 22-episode arcs of a a campaign. Yeah. Uh, And I think it's the social interaction while being a narrative that like now that I – now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, ah, I see. I miss conversations with people <laughs> and hanging out and joking around. Yes. Um, and I think that's why, like, uh, like the house watches movies together. And I have started watching them, but more because it's like, ah, I should hang out. Mm-hmm. um, Rather than, uh, like, I just feel like not a lot of urge to watch a film unless it's with people. Sure. Uh, and so binge watching a show. Nah, but this one's got mm. enough on me partly because um actually i think i credit um this podcast with like making me finally watch like we watched the mandalorian and then i was like yep. ah right it's good to just watch a thing um and so there's been a couple of shows but overall i think uh it's it's high on my list just because it's most of my list <laughs> um yeah but I, I again i think my slightly more nostalgia for different eras of american cinema growing up with cable tv which had you know all these shows that were syndicated uh, in my youth um although they really do need to make a highlander episode <laughs> uh, might lose but, a bit yeah. of the comedy yeah so um yeah. yeah so i think uh, let's move to so i'm just gonna quickly go through the three episodes mm-hmm. uh sort of basic beats i'm literally gonna read the uh, plot summaries and then use that as jumping off point. Obviously, we're going to talk a little less on three and four, just because most of the questions that they might bring up end up being answered or being further detailed questions on five. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I just also think it's good to sometimes remind ourselves of what actually happened because mm-hmm. it's been three Absolutely. weeks. Absolutely. Yes. So we sort of ended with the beekeeper scene in episode two and then everything turning color. Mm-hmm. And that was the end and we're like huh what that is uh and that segues nice into the title of episode three which of course is now in color uh and so yeah so we get dr nielsen checking in on wanda's pregnancy and saying she's four months along uh and everything is fine before telling saying he needed to leave for his intended holiday with his wife uh vision sees him out and then sees uh Herb, the neighbor, accidentally cutting through the wall with his hedge trimmer, which is a very classic, this never could happen in real life, but is a thing of the weird notion of 50s, 60s, mm. or 60s, 70s um, sitcom tropes, just like obliviousness and you know wholesome hijinks that just is improbable. Uh, sorry, that wasn't part of the plot summary I was reading. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Wanda Vision paint paint, paint paint a nursery while debating what to name their child. Uh, when it the, we already get to the end of the second trimester, and then she begins contracting, and that causes like electrical devices and all kinds of things in the house to move around. Like basically, the the world seems to be shuddering when she's emotionally and physically under distress. Uh, Geraldine arrives and helps Wanda deliver. Tommy and Billy. There was a big deal between Vision and Wanda about whether they want to name it Tommy and Billy. Vision acquiesces to the one that Wanda wanted, but then they ended up having twins. Yep. Uh, but meanwhile, Vision is uh, like running, ac- running across the city to try and catch up to the Doctor before his flight, so that he can help with the delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not looking like Vision, but running, and then. Um, if- Vision also catches Agnes and Herb Herb, uh, gossiping outside and they talk about Geraldine, who's just arrived in town and does not have a home or family. Uh, Wanda interrogates Geraldine after Geraldine mentions Ultron and her dead brother Pietro. Um, And that's when Wanda notices, Wanda sort of freaks out because she's saying, you know, outside terms and then sees the pendant on Geraldine's necklace, which is the sword emblem, and basically uh, powers up and fires Geraldine out mm. of Westview. Uh, Vision comes and asks where Geraldine is and Wanda says she had to go. Uh, and then we cut to Geraldine literally firing out of the wall of statics surrounding Westview uh, and tumbling for a bit and being surrounded by sword agents. Um, so I thought one thing I wanted to mention on this was the fact that like, in order to get to the doctor, the Vision runs and then picks up the doctor or runs back. Yep. And, like, here we're getting, like, you know, something more than just the sitcomy life is going on with respect to these characters because they're just not blinking.
2: mm Like, mm.
0: half of the episode was about hiding the powers and the weird shit from Geraldine on her visit. Yeah. And then the kids... And, it, like, that same episode is when Geraldine finds out Mwanda's pregnant and was like, oh, weird, but, like... You were trying to hide the pregnancy, and she was fine with it. Then there was baby. Then there was second baby, um, and all of the water lines and explosions. Like her, when her water breaks, the whole, all the water mains and all the houses apparently blow up and like they're flooding. Uh, hilarious, um, but yeah. So I just, it's an, it's an interesting beginning to wait. Why aren't they reacting, especially because they literally yes. put a hat on. We need to hide it from them. Yeah, and
1: it, it, it brings up an interesting conversation about, um, and, I, and I think we started to get into this in the last discussion we had on this, what is actually happening? Right? Mm. Uh, is it some kind of simulation? Is it Wonder controlling things? Um, how that actually works? And we're finding and seeing different characters, whether it is uh, Monica kind of as Geraldine, who has been, as we find out in the next Episode. She's come in Hmm. to this world a little bit later, Uh, or it's some of the uh, the other characters like Agnes. They act, all of them act slightly differently. So it kind of like there's there's a, a moment which I'm sure we'll talk about where Agnes says something because she understands what's happening within the context of the life that they now kind of live. And in this episode, she was outside and she told Herb not to say something. And he was trying to sort of say to Vision, you know, we're we're trapped and that and that sort of thing. Um and she kind of stops him from saying it, if I remember that rightly. Um, yeah, so she I, I seems to act she acts slightly differently than the other characters. And then we see this with with Geraldine where suddenly she Has some kind of thoughts and knows who you know. Suddenly, it comes back to her who Wanda is, and whether that was because Wanda uh, let her guard down a little bit after just having these these kids, and she uh, didn't sort of um, allow her powers to kind of radiate as much, and 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 that, which again, we'll talk about in a moment about how this is actually happening. But it's interesting to see how these different characters all react because the Doctor was kind of like, it's almost like we were flying. And it just like bah, just like brushes it off. Yeah, he can't go on his holiday, and he and again he kind of mentions something about never being able to leave. And so you start to get these little bits in that episode, and, and obviously it introduces the, the the twins, which is a big yeah. House of M moment as well. And kind of pulling that sort of storyline in and the, the lead up to that kind of thing. You know, the idea that that, that Wanda had twins and in in that uh, they were taken away from her and uh, whether that kind of plays into this sort of later on or not but it's it's starting to uh, you know episode 3 very well and, and very much kind of starts to show you yes we've had these first two episodes and this one is in a similar sort of vein but we're rolling things in we're we're starting to unfold lots of extra little bits and starting to play on all of those different things that you've noticed so far starting to have a few little payoffs um, before obviously then episode four takes things in a very different direction
0: yeah and I think that's a good point with the arc of the season and the way they released it I think it' very smart um so it's the pivot point and it's yes it, so when you like now that we've seen five episodes and you're thinking five, nine episodes season you're like people are talking about it being slow but actually by episode three we've had the sort of cute like we've we've pivoted Genres almost, <laughs> but it is still slow. It's just an interesting sort of the way it's done is so. Why I think this is an interesting show is because it's kind of very non-standard, mm, mm. Uh, and in a way that I wouldn't have thought Disney would let happen. Yeah. Um, so this is actually the sort of sidebar. Um, I think we talked a bit, a bit, a bit about it last time, but like why? Why I'm impressed? Why I was impressed with the like sort of. Moving through tropey um, decades of sitcoms was like interesting. This is th- these last three episodes kind of put that in high gear, and was like, oh, so Disney might be this giant conglomerate, but they also are very good at finding out what people want and people like this type of thing. And so I'm sure this is like totally cynically tested and thought about, and mm. like. Even though this seems really unique, and there's nothing in the zeitgeist kind of like this show, that it, you know they have enough data out there that it wasn't as big of a risk as it seems. Sure. That's my cynical part, but yeah. it doesn't really matter. Like I'm just glad that they, there's it's still a risk because it's new,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that they're willing to do it. And I think this episode is like, and, and then the next one, right, the one we're about to talk about, um, really shows just how this, at least this one season thing is a thing that they're like yeah, screw it, let's just do something big. Yeah, absolutely. Let's um, swing for the fences mm. uh, and have faith in in, in what it, the team that has sort of got us to this point.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it's good as well in that you know, when we talked about uh, on, and again on a previous episode where we were talking about the big slate of shows that that, that Disney and Marvel are kind of putting out and whether these would be, you know, multi season things. I think hmm. maybe WandaVision is that show that we just have that one season of. It I leads kind of into the new phase. Yeah. So they're able to do everything in this and go a little bit more kind of crazy and change up the format and and, and be able to explore those kinds of things without then having to Worry about, say, season two or setting that up. We might get a season two at some point, dependent on Wonder and Vision's uh, involvement through phase four, and whether Wonder Vision is that kind of bridging a gap between each of the each of the phases, or, yeah. or is some kind of supplementary uh, show kind of at the beginning, you know, bookends a phase or something like that. Um, but at the moment, yeah, they can just go nuts and do yeah. lots of lots I, of crazy stuff. I,
0: I have a feeling this is kind of like their way of introducing the multiverse type thing, yep. and thinking uh, to um, MCU fans. Mm. And I, especially because they're going through decades and the running out of decades. Yes, um, I think one and like the premise is one division. Like in the vision part, is very much a play on television.
2: Mm, absolutely, what doing yeah.
0: right. So I, I think it's meant to be a one-off. That's going to be uh, like. Kind of like this episode, actually, like a pivot point in between Mm -hmm. arc one of the MCU phase, well, whatever. I I know we're phase three or four or whatever. I just mean the up to end game Infinity War, that very concrete set of multiple phases of MCU, and then the post, Mm -hmm. the post Thanos MCU, and this feels very much like a. So our next big thing will be introducing it, and this is like the pivot point, and the fact that they're doing it in TV. Shows their commitment to making the web of all these things actually a web and not just agents of shield, one yeah, one-off yeah sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, cool. Well, uh, let's talk about the next episode. Uh, sorry, but we interrupt this program, <laughs> which is the uh, episode four's title, uh, which is great because, of course, this entire episode is in the outside world. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think again this is why it's the, the pivot point was the end of last episode. Uh I really liked this change up to especially for those who I think that this is exactly what like people more in your shoes yes needed. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it turns out Geraldine is actually Captain Monica Rambeau. Uh I really like that her name's Rambo. And Agent of Sword, uh, who died in the snap, which mm. they now call, which sword calls the blip. Mm-hmm which i i kind of like that the the mcu chose to have a different slang term than the actual world because everyone called it the snap in actual world fiction consumers yes and so just having making it clear like the, yeah so it we acknowledge this thing but what we're acknowledging is a fundamentally different thing because in this world the blip killed people yeah in the snap a narrative thing happened that was wild
1: absolutely and you would imagine that Thanos and what he did was not common knowledge. Yeah. That's the exactly. thing, isn't it? It's it's people like, who's Thanos? All they know is w- that their wife or their children or someone just disappeared and, and went out of existence. They blipped out of existence. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a really and, clever uh, change-up.
0: Yeah, and it also reminds you that, like, yeah, the epistemic state of people, right? Sword and mm. Shield probably specifically didn't want people to know Absolutely, that there's a yeah. thing called Thanos that could be out there. Mm. And actually, anyone of sufficient alienness could uh,
1: redo it. Exactly. I mean, people were already kind of thinking that, you know, some of the Avengers and the aliens that came to New York at one point are the most powerful things that there are. To know that there's then these stones that you can just get and just things stuff out of existence would just yeah. break people so yeah very very um, cleverly done
0: also you you reminded me of how far we've come in the MCU because who the fuck remembers what a Chitari is or why <laughs> that was the big threat of the first yeah. Avengers movie yeah it's still wild to me that they picked basically a random alien race to, yeah. Loki to kind of work with quote unquote I, I kind of get it because if it it's like if it didn't work, eh, if it does work, we aren't losing a race mm-hmm. to do a better movie for. Yep. Um also at the end of that one is when we see Thanos for the first time. Yes. Um yeah. But um yeah, the Chitari. I I I like while you were talking I'm like, oh yeah, those guys. Wait, what were they called? Yeah. Oddly enough, I had to my brain went to the front of a Lego box. Oh. Nice. That was called Chitari something. And I was like, I am the rich the Chidari. It's like, whoa, boy, brains are weird. Speaking (laughs) of brains, Captain Monica Rambeau has a brain. Worst segue ever. Right, so she finds out, so she wakes up in a hospital Mm -hmm. by an empty bed. And it turns out her mother, Maria, had cancer and had just had surgery um, in her timeline. But obviously, uh, three years have passed. and, And what I really liked was, so I kind of was annoyed at the snap being like, narratively and cinematically it's like this guy disappears then that guy disappears Mm. and this one you're like no he snapped like and it was a snap like you'd think it would just be like oof yep but obviously you see like um nick fury disappear and then someone beside him who watched him in a gas disappear right um but we see people fading in in the same way so i like that Mm. it's consistent and uh, so she's monica's like looking for the doctor uh as people are like fading into existence and bumping into her. Yeah. Um, and the doctor's like, your mom died two years ago, a year after you disappeared. And we cut to Monica returning to work uh, with acting director Tyler Hayward, um, who turns out uh, her mom was not just her mom as the mom of a captain of uh, S.W.O.R.D., but actually the head of S.W.O.R.D. Yeah. Uh, and uh, her mom had a very clear plan for people to return from the blip and so she has to be sort of on on the sidelines of the big stuff mm-hmm. just because we don't know what we're recovering from the blip means that was her mom's order so she goes to a random fbi report essentially but then we get back to agent jimmy Woo, uh who um was an ant-man yep uh, and he's looking for a missing persons case with these confused sheriffs, and they something's weird weird in Westview, and no one seems able to go in. Mm-hmm. But they see it seem to be able to approach it more than everyone else has been able to, and that's when they discover this hexagonal static CMBR field, mm. uh, cosmic. I can't remember what CMBR does stands for. Um, it doesn't matter. It's cosmic microwave background. Um, thanks, Wikipedia. But I forgot that you could hover over links now and get a brief. Nice bit. Yeah. Um, and then Monica like sends in a drone, and obviously that correlates to the helicopter mm-hmm. we ta- that was in color uh, in the previous episode. And then she like wanders in to try and um, figure things out, and that's how we find out. So that closes the loop on why Geraldine arrives and doesn't have a yeah, home or family because. People like clearly the field was preventing people from approaching, and for whatever reason, uh, Monica could could get in.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And but obviously she, her world wasn't like Westview was remade in sitcom form, and she wasn't part of the plan, which is why she's this outlier. Yeah. Um. So then we also re meet uh, Darcy Lewis from Thor, Mm -hmm. the intern, but now full-on scientist and yep. I'm sorry I having being an academic uh there's so much shit around um like people not calling uh women or female presenting um doc, uh PhDs doctor or professor calling them miss yep. blank yeah or their first name and stuff and so uh it's a thing it's a real thing that like this happens and it was just such a lovely line to see this FBI director or, or someone be like, ah, Miss Lewis, you're here. And she'd be like, Dr. Lewis?
2: Mm.
0: She's been hired as a scientist. Fuck absolutely. you. And it's like a, yeah, yeah. It's a one-off line. But obviously, I know enough people who have had this happen to them that it mm. was like, fuck yeah, good writers. Just solid detail. Like, it's it's also some flavor to show that she's got some spunk and is willing to do things her own way. But it's a, like a real situation.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. reintroduces her as well in a good way. Yeah because she hasn't been in was she in, was she even in thor 2 i think maybe maybe she was, two but not
0: three but not obviously. three
1: yeah so yeah. she hasn't been in the marvel universe for a number of years it, yeah
0: um yeah so uh and of course she's because it's a cosmic because she's an astrophysicist um because it's a cosmic field uh she's the most scientist scientist she immediately gets ideas uh So she studies the phenomena and discovers broadcast signals from the sitcom WandaVision. So we discover that basically the CNBR field is sending out, uh, basically, a tone that she can tune into with a CRT television, Mm. which she figures out because science. Um, And that's what WandaVision is. So for for whatever reason, the anomaly is sending this syndicated show out. And so then we understand that, episode two when we saw like someone moving their hands, a female hand, by a, a monitor watching WandaVision, that that was Darcy. Yep. Uh, and uh, she she theorizes that they could ride the radio waves back and contact within mm-hmm. the, the device. And at this point all they know is that Wanda and Vision are there, uh, which is strange because Vision's not alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so Darcy and Jimmy unsuccessfully attempt to use the radio to contact uh, Wanda um uh, Yes, yeah, sorry. Um <laughs> I got confused when I was reading this because, of course, we just talked about Now in Color. I'm like, wait, that already happened. But, of course, this is parallel to the first three episodes. Yeah, and that's the kind Uh, of thing
1: about it, isn't it? That They they, they do run it parallel to kind of all of the things that are going on. So you see it from that first episode being kind of broadcast, and that is what they they pick up on first. Um, So, yeah, it's it's, kind of – it doesn't shift the timeline as such, it just takes you back a little bit and runs yeah. you back through all of those real world kind of uh things that are happening, not inside the hex um that around the town sort of thing, or happening in yeah. WandaVision.
0: And it's mostly the clues from the second episode that um are recast, like like the yep. the um helicopter drone was the beginning of episode two. But also so basically, um when they try, w- ride the radio waves, that's when we heard Jimmy on the phone talking to Wanda after the talent show or before the talent show. Whatever we got in hand.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. The who's doing this and then the the um lady from Buffy, I can't remember her um mm-hmm. uh, her character's name, um like being really freaked out and snapping the glass in her hand and getting cut and like red blood showing up. Yep. So that's when they were uh, Darcy and and Jimmy were doing the thing. Uh, So they they use these. They also uh, do this other thing, which is really cool. Is which is now that they have the sitcom, they like do cross. um, Um, they basically take stills from the sitcom and use all the databases on the real world to find out, like DMV, et cetera, to find out who these people are. Yes, just to figure out that these are real people from westview who have been recast as all kinds of other people mm-hmm. um and that's when they they see monica as geraldine uh darcy and jimmy unsuccessfully attempt to contact wanda then we fast forward to monica mentioning ultron and wanda tossing her out of the town uh and at so the uh, so on the other side of things is um w- once wanda k- through geraldine slash monica out um it sort of shattered the sitcom illusion, and Vinda, mm. when Vision comes into the room, we see from Wanda's perspective that Vision is just a husk, like a dead robot with no, like half a brain gone, kind of thing. Yeah, where the stone's uh, been before... ripped from his head, sort of thing. And it's left some yeah, kind and, of and he... damage. Yeah, and he's talking, but he seems like zombie robot; like mm. he doesn't seem actually animated, uh, or animated the wrong way. And then she like uses her powers, and then his face comes back, and, mm-hmm. and he's normal Vision. Um, So yeah, so this was a great episode to me. Um, Not it did the thing that we wanted it to do. Uh, Also, I really like how quickly they managed to establish a a cast outside. Yes. Um, Like Darcy and Jimmy, like the internet stands them so hard. They Mm. really like, everyone wants a X-Files type Darcy and Jimmy traipsing around the MCU. I mean, I do. First time i read that i was like shit yeah why wouldn't we do that that's great um yeah i mean do you have any thoughts on that i kind of i feel like i rambled a lot around the plot um, um no,
1: i mean it, it, it as you said it was good it moved quite fast it gave us a lot of exposition about kind of what's happening uh and and um uh, nicely tied it into the first three episodes as well showing us that real world reaction introducing um the kind of the the outside characters and did it all very well and i think it showed you that they have no idea what was going on to start with you know that that progression about how they've learned these things the different things that they have tried you know sending the guy in through the sewers because they're like we don't know that this doesn't extend through underground he's like but it probably does that right. So and they send him through and obviously he turns into the beekeeper as he goes through the the, the barrier um, and there's all those sorts of things uh, which are, is that was that in episode 4 or was that in episode 5? How was it? Which? The guy when they show him going down through the uh, into Oh the yeah, sewers. no because that
0: happened before Geraldine was thrown out, right? Because that was the end of episode. Yes,
1: yes. So yeah, we get we get all of these uh, reactions to what's happening with them, trying to understand what's going on, and it just kind of just works very well in tying those three episodes together uh, and giving us a roundup, a good a good point for then the episodes to stop just being here is a sitcom now we have now we are crossing through with a little bit of the sitcom stuff and some of the uh, outside reaction and, and how things are progressing through with that story so again where episode three was kind of a pivotal moment in understanding different things about the story episode four is kind of a pivotal moment in how the show is sort of framed uh, and what we're going to get going forward with the last four episodes, perhaps um you know additionally to episode five, in how they tie up both here is the show and here mm. is the reaction to the show,
0: yeah, fully I also think that it's um interesting, so because this is the interruption mm-hmm. halfway marker it's the only uh episode that doesn't have a commercial because it's not episode about WandaVision.
2: Ooh, yes. And
0: that, yeah, I uh, really like that because those commercials are very weird and funny. Mm-hmm. That They're just weird. They like, And yeah, they have like, oh, it's the Hydra bath powder or the Strucker watch or whatever, yep. but like it's mostly just having fun with things. Yes. Like both MCU Easter egg, but also this is kind of how weird and hokey commercials were at time period x for time period is this episode of wandavision i'm really looking forward to like the 90s 2000 extreme like extreme hydra drink it's it's interesting was it is it in episode five
1: where the advert is for um like a paper towel yeah but it's not in that 80s early 90s kind of vibe it is back a couple of decades i I seem to
0: remember I hadn't put that together for whatever reason, but I think you're right.
2: Mm. Um, mm.
0: It's Lagos Paper Towels, which also is like the country?
1: Yeah, because there's, there's an event. There's a, a, Lagos is um, where Scarlet Witch, I think it's her first mission as an Avenger, and um. they're chasing the guy from Captain America's 2 who is an a Hydra agent who was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent and then they're chasing him at the beginning. And it all goes wrong, basically. And and Scarlet Witch does tons of damage, I think. It's a reference to that,
0: I think. Oh, uh, okay, good. I, I was like, there must be a reason, but mm. I can't get it. Um, i was sorry, I was scrubbing through the episode, but I couldn't find it. Um, I think you're right, though. I think it's like, well, maybe it's 80s.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could be. Yeah, it could be.
0: Reminds me a bit of the quicker picker-upper from Bounty. Mm -hmm. um anyway uh yeah so i really like this uh, this episode uh i think it's very clever it's also really good structuring right because we know monica reasonably well Mm -hmm. uh via Geraldine. like we get like we are at least used to her but we're getting like 10 minutes of her and then plus a little bit of jimmy and then the last 15 uh, is like darcy and jimmy and in very short order in one episode it feels like we have enough about these people absolutely to have a second squad yes. and making it so like the director is there and there's a bunch of like extras saying the odd line but like really it's these three people are all the vast majority of the time despite of this hustle and bustle like they, they figured out just the balance of like when they show the cutting way of the scientists going in the sewers it's really quite quickly done yes it's like they're not they, they don't spend time developing who these people are they're just generic scientists mm-hmm. running this test also I love the skepticism is like and like the 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 like why wouldn't it go underground yeah uh but responded by like the acting director is like well, you know we should check like just this like ah science be damned i'm gonna try this thing it was like it was again like a really quick really well written of course the exchange would go that way this seems dumb and then of course it is dumb Yep. um i can't remember if we ever find out what happened to beekeeper boy
1: no i don't think so because the Cause, the cord we get the rewind the cord snaps doesn't it when but he's it going through and
0: and, at yeah. the, and the bit that um, follow like they reel back in is like a meter and a half of skipping rope
1: yes yeah
0: the old school skipping ropes would have the past plastic segments mm. for no reason which made them clickety-clack but also couldn't be used as anything other than the skipping <laughs> rope because you couldn't tie them in knots um i remember using those at gym class um yeah so i really yeah this episode was really cool uh i liked the idea that it's because it's old school the idea that you needed a crt uh uh yeah just really nice things um and it was enough of an infusion of non-information information information because it really was an episode about how the people in this world also don't know what's going on Mm. (laughs) except like you got a notion that we kind of figured it was just a bubble but now we're like it's a hexagonal bubble (laughs) thanks tv show but i mean for me it worked it was like yeah that's i know enough that and we of course knowing a bit about the comics and knowing a bit about narratives we like knew that it was like someone's generating this somehow uh the big thing of course is now that monica's back um they know that wand is the key yep
1: absolutely right
0: yeah, uh, and and that takes us to episode five. It does, not well, a very special episode.
1: Talking about uh, you know the characters, the side characters mm-hmm. at least, uh, Jimmy and um, Darcy. Darcy, uh, uh, kind of, it, it's it's really good the kind of rapport they have between the two characters, especially in going into sort of episode five. So, Darcy says, you know, I everyone's she says something like, "I'm calling it the hex" and saying, hey, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's doing, that and you just see Jimmy looking at, at Monica just. Shaking his head because obviously no one is calling it that, and she's trying to sort of make it a thing. And it, it's just—it's good to see uh, how quickly that relationship and the humor between those sort of those those two characters. Um, and, and yeah, you can absolutely see why people want there to be a, a, a sort of an X Files style show with with those two. In
0: um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think yeah, it, it's it, they are kind of tropey. Um, and that's Hello. why it works. Yeah. Um, like in that, they, they come off as the like straight laced and, and quirky pairing. Like, yep. Which is a fine trope, but they they don't come off as just tropes. Mm-hmm. They're not like the kids in Psycho Gorman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see episode ten, um, of our show. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I really I, you're right. I think I think it works really well. And again, it's just so tightly written. They know exactly mm-hmm. how much they need to develop in this short amount of time. yeah, It's it's actually like remarkable that... I mean, when you take the credits away, this is like 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: really like short. So I, know, so I know episode five was a little bit longer, wasn't it? That was probably close to 30 minutes. But
0: Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, episode f- on a very special episode, which, again, is a classic 80s mm. title. Uh, it's the thing that they make fun of on Clone High, for example, because... which is a great animated show, which you should see if you haven't seen because uh, every episode, it's like on this very special episode um, so in now we're in the 80s Wanda Vision are, are trying to keep uh, Tommy and Billy from crying uh, Agnes pops in and offers to help look after the boys and Vision questions her behavior uh, I'm going to pause on the thing I'm read reading here because it skips the integral thing that you were hinting at which is this is the scene where uh, Vision's like I don't trust her. Weird things are going on. Yes, yeah. And then Agnes goes, oh, that's not right.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I mean, Agnes, ta- like, she says, well, we- do you want me to do that again? Should, do you want me to take that again?
0: And it, Take it, it from the top, I think. Yes, first.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it, it's it's interesting in that Agnes has some kind of uh, um, a kind of cog- cognitive thought. Agency. Agency she does have a little bit of agency and it's, it's interesting again, seeing her kind of just take everything in her stride through the rest of that scene where we'll talk about sort of the boys aging and that sort of thing. But it is, it's interesting in that sort of way are like, okay, so some characters don't understand what's going on. Some characters do have agency, but then there's vision who is kind of a bit in between almost like he seems to have agency But also, have no understanding about what's going on. Um, And he's he's sort of then presented through this episode as trying to find these kinds of things out. And it's still the big question mark, isn't it, about how he actually exists?
0: Yeah, Um, because we know he died mm -hmm. from the stone being ripped from his head. And then at the end of last episode, we realized that he's not magically better, but Mm -hmm. magically better? Um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so I, I think this is really important because everyone else, so they had, like, Agnes and Herb had that awkward conversation by mm-hmm. the wall where they were like, should we talk about, I guess we can talk about, but Agnes definitely seems um, in a, she seems to be different because she seems yes. to be one so, most of the other people have none of that. Like you were mentioning, the doctor is just like blissfully unaware. Yep. Uh, People are, uh, you know, everyone else we've seen is kind of just in the world. And her, Monica had the, or Agnes rather had this a bit. Yeah. Monica had this brief moment, but we can attribute to that because she was not supposed to be in Mm -hmm. the show. Mm -hmm. And there's, but Agnes seems to be doing a different thing, which is like acting like they're on a TV. Yes. Yes. She seems to be kind of
1: playing along
0: yeah but she's playing along to the tv show thing that we know the hex is broadcasting Mm -hmm. but it's still not clear that wanda is specifically wanting to live a tv show life so much as an idyllic life yep and so like there's some weird tension between wanda's got power she's controlling things um but also is kind of just as confused about the idea of like we're supposed to do it this way. Well, I is- I,
1: um, I imagine that relates back to her kind of her upbringing as a as a you know a young Sokovian child. I can I can never remember where Sokovia is meant to be. Whether it's sort of like Eastern Europe,
0: I think it is Balkans, yeah, she has that bad Russian accent, right?
1: yes, yes. So uh, um, whether it's kind of former USSR or something like that. So she has seen, and her idealized version of an American life has been presented to her through these TV shows. Uh, And that's why it follows this formula and why we can understand that she is basically just looking to hide herself away from everything that has happened and and live her perfect life or live what she thinks her perfect life should be with vision, with children and why it takes the form of those TV episodes, because that is what she knows, what she understands uh, past the the life that she has kind of already lived as a child somewhere completely different.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's it's it I hadn't put together that's probably her only exposure to mm. ideal life is TV. That's a really good insight. Um Yeah, so so then in, while they're bickering about the kids crying and Agnes's interaction with them uh Agnes goes to the kitchen to get whisk liquor for the kids and yep. then they suddenly are 5 years old. Mm. Um uh and then they just then we do like a montage kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's an intro. It's like an intro to the, yeah, uh, to right. the episode, yeah, it's, isn't it? Like it's, yeah. yeah, it's like a facts of life
0: sort of eighties. Yeah, it's like a new credit sequence with them as a family with five year olds. Mm. Uh and then we cut to the very wholesome kitchen scene where the boys have been uh found a dog and we've been bathing it in the sink.
1: Yeah, not 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 before Agnes is then at, just as after the boys have changed age, she she says something you know very sort of tropey about you, you you've got to, you know
0: they grow up. kids grow they up so go, fast go yeah.
1: exactly. But yeah. she's just sat there banging back whether it's whiskey or whatever it is just yeah. on the kitchen counter. Like I just oh. thought it was a brilliant way to kind of finish that scene and then transition. Yeah, because
0: she goes in because like this is this. 70s is right Mm -hmm. Uh, 70s because it's like the tail end of the last like we're in the bridge between episode 70s and 80s yep and that was a thing you used to give babies liquor yeah um to calm them down just like rub a finger of in rum and rub it around their gums and then they would calm down or whiskey or whatever right and so she goes to the kitchen to do that and then it cuts to her just like Hosed lounging on the counter, swigging it. Ah, they go up so fast. You're right. Also, I I mean there's a perfect point just sidebar to Catherine Hahn is a fucking gem. Yeah, absolutely. She's yeah. so good. I mean, I don't know if you've seen her in other things. She's a very talented actress, but this is her wheelhouse and she's fucking killing it. Mm. Uh she's very good in other things that are more serious, but boy, can she just steal scenes as is like brassy but not over the top? Yeah. Um, yeah, perfectly cast because and she's doing it in subtly different ways, right? She's doing it, it's that trope that's in all these sitcoms, Mm. but obviously the trope evolves and she's just evolving with the sitcom decades seamlessly. Yes, uh, like now she's more boozy because it's the 80s, like that, like that whole thing is just great versus like the more in the first episode, she was like teaching, she's like, ah, I've got my catalog of recipes and. It's so easy, because I'm da-da-da, but I'll make jokes about my husband being dumb or yep. not paying attention yep. to me. And then it's, like, swigging booze and making, like, cutting one-liners, but still being the same trope? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so they, they, they decide, they ask to keep it, Um. and Agnes comes by conveniently with a, like, handled doghouse mm. that she's just walking yeah. in. I'm like, is that a... Th-? I'm sure that's a thing that existed in the 80s, because... That sounds like 80s product, but boy, was that a weird-looking thing to me. Uh, and then um, we see some something sparks in the house. So they, Agnes is, like, name it Sparky. Um, and so then Wanda, like, this is the crazy part. This is, like, one of the biggest, like, friction points between Wanda and Vision, right, is um, Wanda, like... So the kids and Agnes are, like, like just preoccupied with the dog and then wanda just goes and makes a um collar that says sparky Mm -hmm. in the kitchen and then like puts it on the dog and then vision's like what are you doing like she's right there yeah are you insane you you can't just she's like oh she wasn't paying attention and he's like you can't be this like cavalier like we're hiding in a town um and they, and they have this, like, uh... real, like, argument to Ben, like, and where Wanda's like, maybe I don't want to hide anymore? Yes, yeah. And Vision's like, this is messed up. Um... And then, uh the boys going just and then, oh right the boys also age up to 10 years old because they're not old enough to be to have a dog the line is you're not old enough to be uh, responsible for a dog so they're like okay cool we're 10 now yep. we're old enough now huh do we need to be 15 it's
1: it, it's kind of it, it's interesting again that the that the boys have some agency in their form at least that, that it hasn't seemed to come from Wanda that they're the ones yeah. that have done it but again we don't know how that is is possible the same with kind of like vision and the same with how the other inhabitants all have slightly different levels of agency or, or none at all there is still a big question about everything in this what one what, does what actual control over the other things are and again with vision being a, a some kind of sentient corpse um what what are these boys as well?
0: Yeah, like, well, exactly. We, yeah. We've
1: got no idea. So.
0: But yeah, so so then th- that also makes you question like, oh, she doesn't seem to want this aging to happen. Mm. Uh, so whatever's imbuing them with this power isn't consciously her. But that explains why they might have just aged so quickly in the womb as well, rather yeah. than... Because yeah. Wanda barely understood she was pregnant, but they were progressing. I mean, mm. again, we get this weird tiered set of cognition and agency and they're like on a different tier than vision as well yeah which is interesting um so yeah so they so they age up to 10 uh then this is the key i think one of the key scenes we we cut to vision at work and they make another you just understand computers and we've got the internet Mm -hmm. and it's like binary. And he's like, ah, electronic mail. And there's the shitty joke about a letter opener. And you're like, I, I didn't appreciate that. I I saw what they're doing, but like, like people aren't idiots.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But maybe I'm just misremembering how dumb writing was then. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But anyway, so, so they make it like that felt more like the 50s, 60s flat, writing than the 80s sitcoms that i've seen but Mm -hmm. um and it's an email from sword that reveals the situation in westview and vision's like appalled (laughs) and he the the brown guy i can't remember his name uh who talks about the letter opener his like work colleague that is basically Mm -hmm. the only other person who speaks after the one episode with the boss right yep uh he like breaks through to him and the guy's like please help Mm. I have a family. Yeah. I'm trapped. And it clearly isn't fun. It's not like I'm in direct physical pain, but I'm in pain. And, uh, it, and it, then it, he...
1: again, it brings up kind of like an interesting point that we had during the Wonder Woman discussion about mm. how Chris oh, Pine's oh, yeah. character just gets put into this body of somebody else. Like, where are these people whilst they're being uh, like controlled or characterized you know they don't have what level of understanding do they have about what is actually happening and going on and again on that spectrum of all of these different characters and, and the agency that they have some of them just have absolutely none or so it would appear but also they're not they don't know what is happening to them it's not them being forced to play something out it's almost like a character has been imposed on them and they're own uh, conscious has been uh, somehow subdued or, or trapped inside of them so, so it, yeah. like super dark uh, about kind of what's happening with that and I assume unlike Wonder Woman we might get some kind of explanation about this because there is this spectrum of all of these different characters and where they kind of uh, the agency that they have so something at some point will hopefully shed some light on that,
0: yeah, I mean, I think that's exactly it uh is um there the scene played as this is dark and problematic and distressed vision, so it doesn't it's, it would be really wild if it wasn't part of what they're going to deal with, yeah, uh in fact, later in the episode, vision actually brings it up
2: mm, um, yes. uh,
0: so let's say let's uh, but yeah, I think you're let's staying on on the topic um. I think you're right. Like it it wasn't our problem with the Wonder Woman thing was it felt like it was papered over, not really well thought out Mm -hmm. from a modern perspective of what we know we've evolved social as a society to know about consent and these types of things being bad and gaslighting and all these things. Right. They've been very much in the in the zeitgeist and in in society in general. Uh, So it's very weird to not have that acknowledged. Especially when it's in, from a problematic point of view, and here it seems like that's the point, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, what what would it mean if you made a bunch of people play your story out because you had a vast amount of power? What would they feel like? This also is like the notion of like when you're in a coma, you can still hear everything. That mm, scary thing that's mm. been, you know, often used in 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 fiction and whatnot. Um, it feels like that sort of. Wouldn't that be terrible? That's that's the like i got chills a little like i don't normally get hit by it, but when the, the guy like good piece of acting he was just like yeah. i have a family please help me and it's not like he was overdoing it it's just it's because the whole structure of the show had hinted at this obviously being we, we know this is a weird thing but it hadn't really pushed the audience to be like what do you think's going on with these people mm. until these last couple episodes and this is like they're aware and they don't like it yeah and what do you think about that? It's like I think that's horrible. Um. So, uh, yeah. So, um, uh, he. Fe- it seems like Wanda's in control of the town because you know she's she's doing this, she's doing that. Uh, sword. So, uh, meanwhile, Darcy figures out something about. Basically, if you can get the right materials, maybe they won't be transformed. Because yes. the way they figure out that. Um, the fly pants of Geraldine were actually her her Kevlar vest mm. um, which was a great shoot the pants moment uh, uh, and so the drone looks weird but I guess they made it out of old stuff is the idea yeah, you know, so it's so sort of I, unclear I almost
1: that- expected to see like a biplane or, or, yeah, or, or something or, like that, kind of going in, or, or a, a, an '80s or '70s style car or something, kind of being. Yeah,
0: I, I, being thought, put I found in, it but, really strange. that It was a drone because drones weren't there, but it looked kind of more like an SR-71, mm, type,
2: mm.
0: like old, like jet, but was floating. Yeah, I think that's what they were going for because, like, modern drones are almost always like roto or like more streamlined. It, it looked weirdly. Oh, it's like a missile drone, I suppose. Isn't kind it of, yeah. It? Um, and maybe that's what they're trying to do. Uh, so it, like, they try and have a conversation with Wanda, being like, you have to let it go. These are people, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, I want this. This is, I just want to be left alone, or some some sort of, I can't remember the mm-hmm. dialogue. And that's when the acting director, Hayward, says, take the shot. Uh, and Monica's like, what Mm. um in the classic tropey move but works um and that doesn't work so well and wanda fucking just leaves she's like (laughs) okay cool i'm coming at you and then leaves the the hex the hex uh, and is surrounded by like so they've got all these guys you know they're hip because their laser pointer sights are all green um uh, and she's like leave me alone leave my family alone don't uh and, and um she's like pissed and he's like we got it like you can't do this and she's like i'm not gonna ask basically i can't mm. remember the line uh and she like uses her powers to get all the um soldiers to aim their guns at each other and she's yeah. like aha uh-huh. and then storms back in uh, and then we see, we rejoin the show to see that Sparky ran off after being scared by the drone, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and that's when it's revealed. That's when we see um, Agnes holding Sparky, and it turns out Sparky ran off and hid in a bush and ate the azaleas, which are apparently poisonous. Sure, I guess. Yeah. Um, and the kids who are 10 still... Um, are like, bring him back, Mom. Yeah. Bring him back. You can. Bring him back. And Vision's like, what do you mean? And Agnes is like, you could do that? Mm. Uh, yeah. Somewhere in this episode, I can't remember where, um, we see that uh, it's revealed that Wanda, they found security footage from where Vision's body was being held yeah. and dismantled or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever his will and testament was, get rid of me so no one can make a bad Ultron, essentially. Yes. Uh, and then she stole the body mm-hmm. a day or two before Westview happened. Um, so, like, we get our confirmation that fucking Vision's being reanimated. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and then, uh, yeah, so uh, there we are. They're like doing that and they the kids hint that they'll age again she's like because she's because they're sad she's like basically she says we can't do that yeah. you know sometimes dead things have to stay dead mm-hmm. and they and there's this with after the tension of well you've made you know you could do that question mark and then she's like you cannot age out of this this is a thing you have to live with mm. it'll happen anytime and there's this not this wonderful poignant moment that that. It seems like everyone there understands that she didn't do that with Vision. Yeah. Which is strange. She's like, the kids know their dad's dead? Mm. Well, Um, again, it it
1: suggests what can the kids see? Like, can they see through the facade of what Wanda is kind of throwing up?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Vision... ...comes home. They're at home, and Vision's like... What the actual fuck are mm-hmm. you doing, Wanda? And he is pissed. And they do... I think it's our little thumbnail yep. um, on the bottom right, if you're watching this on the on video. Um, they have their, like, very, like... We're on two wires on a TV set. Yoink! I thought it was so hilariously low-budged, and I loved it, because they just both fall into this superhero pose with their arms out and being like, I'm flying at you because I'm mad. Yep. I can fly at you because I'm mad. And it felt very perfect because it felt like it was a bad flying effect in an 80s show Mm
2: -hmm.
0: even though it's their powers outside of the show like it kind of made sense it it, it worked better than if they put more effort into the if they were like brandishing their powers as if they were in a MCU movie like I think it just it kept the vibe right Uh, and like Vision and Wanda are Are arguing and she's just like I just basically I want to be happy and like don't and he's like what I don't remember who I am I don't remember anything before Westview Mm -hmm. what is going on and he is distraught because of course he has this entire whole of his life and it's this existential terribleness and she's like he's like I just remember you and here and and the kids and and she's like isn't that enough Mm -hmm. from her position and like I mean it's such a shitty thing to ask like. Aren't you happy with with your wife and kids? It's like, well, that's like gaslighty abuser type tactic, right? Like, it's bad. And, uh,
1: and he says something like, "You, you know, you're controlling all of this, but you can't control me." And she responds to the to the vein of, "Oh, can't I?" Uh, yeah, she like very... it's like, It's not
0: actually an eyebrow raise, but it's like, mm. which again, we know he's dead. Yeah. So We're like, how much of how much of this is puppeteering? Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about really, this through
1: through all of the episodes. You know that in the first episode, where no one was helping his boss when he was choking, until Wanda said Vision help him, and he instantly did. You know, yeah, there's there's those kinds of things still. Those little threads that uh, that came up early, which are leading. I, I I don't know whether it's going to lead to Wanda doing something to Vision, or then, or it's just this overhanging kind of thing until things are explained.
0: Um, yeah I mean so uh, we'll wrap up because uh, uh, the episode mm. recap because it'll walk into the next the the last segment of is what do we think is going on yep Um, which is while they're arguing the doorbell rings and Wanda opens the door and looks at this dude and she's like kind of confused
2: Mm. Uh,
0: and we know who it is uh, if you've watched other franchises from Marvel properties, uh, but I think still the, the best line. Is Darcy is watching and she goes, "She recast Pietro," and then it cuts back. He's like, "What?" and it's like bad Jersey accent. Yeah. Pietro's like, "What? You don't like your long lost brother or whatever?" And then who's this chump? Uh, and he meets Vision, and it's so in the MCU. Quicksilver died in uh, Age of Ultron,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it sucked because he had like some really cool scenes and like th- a lot of people really liked that performance. And it was, but it also worked in that film. But of course, the same year we had a Quicksilver in um, the Fo- the X Men franchise, which was owned by Fox at the time, which of course now is owned by Disney. Mm. And Pietro was recast because they took. X-Men Quicksilver, who's the son of Magneto. Um and they put him in one division.
1: Yeah, and it's I mean And I have a grin. I mean I loved it. I absolutely loved that it was him, and I thought, oh, it's the guy it, you know, they they brought him back because they shot it from behind and it looked like his hair. Quicksilver, silver hair, yeah. And then but it there's there's a point where it, it cuts I don't know whether it cuts to her face but then it cuts back behind him again and he's slightly different so the hair it, it, it i picked i don't know whether it is but mm. it looked to me like it was the actor from MCU from Age of Ultron Aaron mm. something yeah um i can't remember and then when it cuts and cuts back it then looks his hair looks slightly different i don't know whether i'm just making putting that on putting my own you know, thought on that. Uh but it was very clever because I, I there was a point for me before they showed his face where I'm like, Oh, it's it is different. It's gonna be it's gonna be someone
0: I, Yeah, I think actually it was probably the same guy, but what they did was they had a like a really the first shot was like focus wasn't on him, it was blown yes. out. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it showed a clearly then the next shot was like his he, much more of him was in focus. You could tell he had a different build and he was mm, mm um what's his name uh i forgot the name of the actor evan peters yes um yeah it was very clearly evan peters i actually because it had been so long since seen either of these i was like wait is it and Kim, i hit pause and did i did exactly up, like, the same thing i'm pretty thing. sure yeah. this is the other one yeah okay i'm not i'm not going crazy mm-hmm. uh um, Kim, Kim had so exactly the un- same.
1: Came exactly the same moment, and I just sat there and I, I actually said, "Oh, holy shit!" When it cut yeah. to him, like that was my reaction to that. And Kim's like, "Is it? Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah." That worked way better than um, the Luke Skywalker reveal for me. I mean, obviously not the, all the feels, <laughs> but I mean, well, yes. also like in the terms of that was a reveal, while well, mm-hmm. like the Luke Skywalker one is like. If you're paying attention, when you like, like we talked about in the Mandalorian episodes, like you see the lone X-wing, you're like it's Luke. Mm. And then you see the cloak in the hand, and then you're like it's Luke. You see the hand, you're like it's Luke, and like yeah, that's still, but it still works. And this is yeah. like the opposite. This is like I did, I fucking didn't see that coming. Absolutely, I didn't see Pietro coming. I definitely didn't see what it means for the X-Men universe to be recast. Like mm. oh, of course, multiverse. There are no mutants in. Marvel MCU, yep. But I bet there will be after the next thing because collapse, uh,
1: and again a uh, uh, house of M fight the kind of storylines and and all of these these Scarlet Witch storylines kind of converging in on this and how that's going to expand out.
0: So. Yeah, I mean that's what I was sort of sandbagging earlier when mm. I said this feels like a pivot point between like major MCU things mm-hmm. stories, right? It's like the next one we know is multiverse related. We know that for various reasons, uh, from casting and announced titles and stuff. And this is like also they're taking it seriously because they own all the Fox stuff again, mm. and they're not going to reboot it. They're actually really contemplating reusing chunks of. Yeah. Even after the pitiful Dark Phoenix stuff, now you're like, shit. Are those actors still gonna? Are they going to come into the MCU? are they going to recast some of them? They can kind of go a little wild, but it really seems like they're thinking. So like dark Phoenix did terribly,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. but people still like the cast, right? Yes. And uh, apocalypse. Yeah. But the Mm -hmm. reason why people still went to dark Phoenix was kind of like that cast worked really well for a couple of movies and then really poorly for a couple of movies. Now you're like, well, are they going to do it? Like, are we going to have, um, Although at the same time I wouldn't like I like Hugh Jackman, um but I wouldn't mind a new Wolverine. I hope yeah, they do a bit of a mishmash, yeah. like just takes some things. Uh, uh, I, anyway, I'd um, actually
1: like to see um what's her name, Laura Kenny? Is that the character's name? X twenty three. Um yeah, from yeah. From definitely. Logan. Yeah.
0: Yeah, although Logan takes place in the future.
1: Yeah, Logan's a bit of an odd one. even in terms of the x-men stuff that was going on i mean but
0: that's why it worked right yeah it's also why like deadpool got green light because you could do Mm r-rated superhero films and logan was the gamble yeah um so i i mean we've crossed the hour barrier a bit ago but uh, a couple things i want to touch on uh obviously we could go on and on about our theories of and hopes on what this means for the bigger wider stuff but if we shrink down i think mm. um uh, there's a theory on what's going on in this show and i want to talk about what you think is going on in this show and what might ca- happen in the next three episodes okay and then i will i will i will hear yours And then i uh, 'cause I'd i stumbled upon an article and then a couple people have had this take and i find it interesting but okay. i want to spoil you with other people's stuff sure so i'm curious what you think is about um, the show? I mean, well, I, 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 I still come back to the
1: idea that we almost had in the first uh, um, discussion that it's part Wanda, part something else. And Wanda has tried to create, and at least we, we, we know now that she wants this kind of idealized life. She's tried to create this sort of like haven for herself. And whether... It builds into more comic kind of things where she's creating. She is creating somewhere for people to be, mm. um, and uh, and we start to see other characters, whether it's across the multiverse or stuff, come into that because there's something else at play within that, or maybe she just doesn't quite grasp her powers. There was a, there was a comment um, or a, a, a chat between. Um, it kind of in the real world and Jimmy said something oh no maybe uh, Kat Dannings said she could have destroyed that like she's powerful enough that she could have taken Thanos off by herself mm. and then Jimmy said something about uh, Captain Marvel being the one who was more powerful anyway there is this obviously m- mass of power within her so it, it may be that there's something else at play or that there's just all of these other ramifications that she cannot control from what she is doing. They're kind of my two things. Main theories? Main theories, yeah.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, we know from the comics, right, we we did take the House of M, the, like, destroy, like, no more mutants, or never, never again, mm. uh, and, like, Wanda's perverse, like, if I get rid of all the mutants, they can't all die. Um, <laughs> move, right? And we know... It's... I can't remember what her powers are in the mcu but like she somehow absorbed the telekinesis they said this in the episode that like something gave her the powers that you know is telekinesis in flight uh it doesn't really matter so i won't look it up but like it's the mutant power of changing reality yes um and in early x-men it was like in small ways. And then when they they did the thing, which is great, which is like, well, if your mutant power is changing reality, then you could kinda maybe you're one of these S plus class mutants. You can kind of fuck the universe yeah over, Right? Yeah. Um and I feel like they're 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 playing into that tension here. Mm. It's like, what are the depths of her power? And they're playing that again, we don't know for this version of the character what they are. So despite the history of the comics, they're doing a really good job of like we're in the same state as sword kind of like as the audience like what can't she do i mean she keeps doing these things she's ruining time right like she's sure powerful um and it's definitely her in control to some degree she has awareness she leaves the hex she clearly knows the hex is a thing that she's living in yep um but i think it's a misdirect okay uh or rather i think i think something else going on much like you did i've always thought that because it's too straightforward um but, this is the theory. Uh, Agnes... Uh, the theory is Agnes is... Um, is very reminiscent of... Let me just find the name of the... Um, I had this up. Why? Oh, there it is. Sorry. I opened the wrong tab uh, of a character named... God, why am I terrible at this? I had it open... <laughs> <laughs> Agatha, is that right? Hold on. Agatha. No. Give me a second. I'm trying I'm to just think, trying to think through me. my
1: mind who it could be. I mean, it, her being a uh, a character and I assume you're going to, to bring up a named character that's got powers in some way. That would explain her agency, I guess.
0: Yeah, mm, who could um... be?
1: You're going to name a character I've never heard of now.
0: Agatha Harkness.
1: Yeah, you've named a character I, I don't... I'm not familiar with. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, so that's why, because I hadn't heard of her either. Um, so the the key there is Agatha Harkness was uh, in Scarlet Witch's past. Um, it has So Agnes has a pendant right on her necklace which looks exactly like uh, agathas oh, right. okay uh, agatha the name's is very close um, yeah she also yeah basically is i'm just going to look up a marvel wiki um is a like a witch type character right okay and, uh, who who has dealt with um the scarlet witch mm-hmm. um so she, so she comes back to say, um, let's see. Da, da, da. Ah, so Wanda, so Wanda captures some energy from some stuff and uh, made, uh, which was from Se- Salem Seven, Seven Witches, right. which made her pregnant with her kids. Later, Agatha resurfaced and claimed that the Scarlet Witch's children were actually fragments of the soul of Mephisto. Uh. And wiped Wanda's memory of her children rather than fight to free the two from Mephisto when he reabsorbed the two. Right. So in the comics, the kids come from an interaction with Agatha, and Agatha comes back and basically removes them from, from the universe. Yep. Um, so the fact that she has this pendant and she has this weird awareness, the theory is maybe she's pulling the strings like Mm. or there's a deal with Mephisto Mm. where I want my husband back I want my bubble she's controlling the bubble to a certain extent but like we're all playing our parts yes and Agatha represents like the Mephisto connection or something Mm -hmm. such that that's why but she's still part of the like. but she's part of the outer layer of of the hex if that makes sense yes so She's playing the role of someone who's playing the role to keep her happy because that was the deal kind of thing, which is why she talks to Wanda and says, oh, should I take it again? That type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think the pendant is, is a big one because those things don't happen accidentally. Uh, and the fact that it's a pendant of someone who has a similar name who was intimately involved in both the beginning and end of her kids. mm. I think that's that's the thing that sealed it for me when I read that. Um,
2: mm, I was
1: just, uh, yeah. just having a quick look so, on uh, IMDb um, about the Doctor Strange film, Multiverse mm. of Madness, just to see who has been cast, cast in that, just in case there was a Mephisto <laughs> um, oh, connection the, yeah, there. Yeah, but yeah. there's not. There's a character called Mordo, who I'm unfamiliar uh, with.
0: Ver- yeah, it's a different person. Yeah,
1: Um but that's kind of... I, there's there's nothing else there. Apart from B- Wanda being in that as well. Um, yeah, not, mm, mm, let's see, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, so
0: I thought it was just a really nice... Uh, like It played to exactly our suspicions of it's Wanda plus, but also my growing suspicion over these past five three episodes rather of I feel like something's up with Agnes more so than the others. And I think part of that is like she seems more aware. The other part is like Wanda seems more comfortable with letting her witness things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Agnes seems uh, to
1: be this this character that Wanda has maybe not quite a familiarity with, at least as it comes across, but someone who she isn't uh, trying to hide things from, unlike the other Characters uh, and the one that she, you know, very quickly became friends with, um, and, yeah, and the, is the that main kind of like sideline character? So
2: mm.
0: yeah, so so that's I mean the thing I wanted to float, which was because uh, I it played into our previous conversation, but also had so much like I don't know much about Wanda and Vision from yeah. the the um, comics except for like the big triggering house of m was a thing Mm -hmm. uh and um yeah so i i I, i'm now more convinced of that Mm. although it would be so normally i would say it'd be wild if they brought mephisto in because like the devil yeah but he's kind of a big deal in dr strange yes so it's like fuck yeah maybe they are gonna go there it'll be like the demon dimension kind Mm -hmm. of thing yeah you know, that that place that uh what's her name from uh the New Mutants?
1: Uh Magic, yeah, and a Taylor Joy yeah, jumps of in went. and yeah, out yeah.
0: of. Yeah. Um But yeah, so I was like and that makes me so, like I like it's already bonkers, but if they like bring Deal with the Devil bonkers in, I am here for it. <laughs> but I, so what What I think what it'll be I think was giving us a modern ber- explanation of The stupid mystical demon dimension that's hard to deal with Mm. because it was like 60s comic book nonsense right is by making it actually the demon dimension yeah and like then mephisto's just a guy who can control access to the dimensions and Mm -hmm. that explains where he plucked pietro from
1: yep yeah yeah
0: or agnes or like you know whoever is doing this this is why i I feel like it's like again this is also why when i read that i'm like ah yeah this is definitely setting the stage for not not just because of Pietro, but just like oh, you're you're hinting at other powers, maybe oh, this could be a real real juicy for getting people hyped for the next chunk of definitely MCU yeah, stuff, yeah. right? So yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Mm. Um, cool. Did you have any last thoughts on the show?
1: No, uh, I think I can. I, I'll close with, uh, with with sort of my opening thoughts. Really, uh, I'm I'm a little more invested. Um, and I'd be super interested after these episodes to see where it goes what what the the second half almost the second half of the the show has and how that builds and leads into um the in, interface Phase
0: 4 yep me too I was gonna say um that that last scene did a lot
2: mm, but I think absolutely. the whole
0: episode did more it wasn't just oh shit mm mm-hmm it was like that episode already had me like wanting to i was like you know oh it's over halfway through shit i'm gonna want to watch the next episode and then i just kept doing more reveals in a, in a, and then the big one was obviously a big reveal but it, it was nice that i didn't feel like it was like a what a twist sort of that's wild but also the rest is kind of hollow yeah like i'm absolutely. more invested in the show after especially episode after episode five but also i felt the same after episode four uh-huh i'm I really hope, like we talked about before, um, that this becomes, uh, this stays as a one off season and that, like, they're going to spin us around for a couple more episodes and have a, for this narrative arc, something satisfying to close it.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: Whether it's still open ended off, like, something that tells us one division's over. Uh, I, I mean, it's going to leave a bunch of doors open because obviously MCU, um, that's the point, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is everything leaves doors open. But I really hope it, like, is clean um and makes me feel like i watched the show yeah absolutely while also you know hyping me for the next thing mm. nice awesome um well that's us for this week uh if you want, if you have opinions on Wandavision or other things you want us to talk about, you know we hmm. do this on a weekly basis. Uh, kind of, you know, we track shows that are in the zeitgeist, like the Mandalorian and Wandavision, and new things like the New Mutants and Psycho Goreman. But uh, we also will watch older things um, uh, as is uh, our whims and wants. Um, but if you have something you want us to chat about um, or your thoughts on things we've chatted about, uh, you can reach us at uh out of lives net on twitter uh podcast at out on the emails uh ben's at nova underscore 47 uh i'm at the Omniarc. you can catch uh all of the articles podcasts vods etc at out of or on our youtube channel for the VOD videos content out of lives network and of course here on twitch if that's where you're watching us currently uh, at twitch.tv where we record this show live at noon uh, on Mondays British Standard Time uh, we record Tanked Up, the beer and video game podcast on 8 o'clock on Tuesdays though this week it'll be pushed back mm-hmm. check Twitter for details um, That you can also email uh, catch the, that show at up underscore cast no more underscore i got rid of that like a year ago did yep a while back. i shouldn't have <laughs> added it it was fine it was doing fine uh <laughs> i take a look at a new game first looks at new games on twitch um tuesdays at noon ben plays a game i sometimes play along uh usually sit sit along at least uh on let's play when lunches on mm-hmm. wednesdays at noon and radari has the insomnia streams at ten thirty on fridays and dorian says hello I don't know if the Meg caught that, but...
1: Can, I didn't quite hear him, I saw him moving around right. earlier. Yeah. Stretching out and getting comfy. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Such as the cat, life of a cat.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a cat. I'm petting a cat with my finger. <laughs> nope, very bad at this. Anyway, sorry, I'm distracting myself. For this week, I've been Adil. I've
1: be
2: been Ben.
0: Bye. See ya.
2: www.outoflives.net